right, Anchor Nation, this is your host, Aaron Rollins, coming at you again live and ad-free. If I'm sounding more energetic, I've had uh, hydroxycut and buttloads of caffeine from this energy drink, so I am pumped up because I've been exhausted this whole month. That was Gavin Rosdale and Bush coming at you again on 107.3 The Fox. Bush is one of my favorite bands. They've been um, around for a long time. He put out some new music, and I've talked about it on the podcast before. I wasn't, you know, super excited to hear. It was, you know, not not the type of sound and not the lyrics that I, you know, lo- fell in love with when I first started listening to Bush. You know, Glycerine still is a good song for me, uh, Chemicals. And then that song that you just heard, it's called uh, Come Down. It came out in 1994. 1994, man. I was seven friggin' years old. I was between six and seven because my birthday's on November, and I don't know the month that this actually came out. It's, I just know that it did come out in that year. Um, update on me. I finished Okim with a 72. I should have got a, a B plus, maybe even an A, but there was so many friggin' assignments I didn't complete, and um, for good reason. I I just didn't have the time or the energy, um, you know, staying up until midnight, thirty or one o'clock in the morning, and waking up at six thirty or not, you know, sleeping like five ish hours a day is is tough after a while. And towards the end there, I, you know, I'd come home and I'd just take a nap and I'd sleep for like an hour and a half, and then get up, get cleaned up, go to work. And um, people that that have kids, you know what I'm talking about. The difference between you and I is, is that, you know, having a child is uh, exponentially more critical because it's a life that's depending upon you. And uh, secondly, no one's observing the shit you're doing for a grade, you know, unless it's your spouse or significant other and they're like, you know, keeping count of all the shit you do wrong or whatever. Um, you, you, You know what I'm talking about when I bring that shit up. Uh, couples, they, they have a tendency to tally things. Well, you did this and I had to do that. Or I haven't been able to do this this whole time because you've been doing X, Y, and Z. Now, you, you know where I'm coming from. Uh, a prime example of this is in the office where the couple, Jim and Pam, they, uh, they have to go to therapy, or not therapy, they have to go to counseling because they're, they're not coping with the full workload in the house. And uh, they're doing that whole, well, I'm doing this, well, you're doing that, and blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I, I hate that. I, I hate that sort of comparative, you know, argument. It's you, you, can't, you can't compare things like that equally and fairly because what's hard for you is not hard for someone else. And just because it's not hard for you doesn't mean that the other person is less than because of that. So, you know, that, that kind of stuff has to go out the window. Um, or their their accomplishments or their, the things that they actually do are less because you do something that's hard for them easily. Um, I'd say what what the exception to that rule would be like physical labor, you know, because physical labor is hard no matter how easy it is for you. It takes a toll. You, you're exhausted. You're tired. You have to eat more. You have to drink more, especially in Texas right now. You know, it's, it's hitting triple digits. It's tri- triple digits all week. So any physical labor is going to exhaust you. You know, so you gotta you gotta let that kind of stuff, you know, go into your considerations. When it comes to like physical labor, and I'm having to do most of it, I get resentful. 
It's like, look, I know this is hard for you, but that doesn't mean it's not hard for me. It's hard for both of us. We need to both kind of step up and pitch in. So, But when it comes to the menial stuff, taking out the trash, sweeping up, uh, you know, just doing basic housekeeping things, there needs to be a balance. And, um, you know, just because it's hard for one of you, uh, maybe you've got like a back injury or back pain and bending over and sweeping stuff, you know, you, you gotta you gotta understand that there needs to be a balance. All that to say, um, I kind of went off in the weeds there. Uh, excuse me. I know that you know getting up early is not not hard for some people, and it shouldn't be hard for me. I did it for you know many years of my life. But it, just doing that on top of not sleeping well, and I haven't slept well for a very long time. Uh, I got on medication to help me sleep well, and that that changed my game, but. You know, having to get up early, I, I stopped taking my meds because I didn't want to oversleep or sleep too deeply and then be struggling to drive to class. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm loading my body up with all these goddamn chemicals just to, to freaking keep up. <laughs> you know, in my 20s, I would have been fine with this, but nowadays, man, it's not easy. And it's it's tough on the body. Like, my, my freaking bowel movements are gross and you know, I don't eat regularly throughout the day, which I slimmed down now. I say I slimmed down. I lost a couple pounds because of my eating habits or have changed. Um, and that's something I want to speak on a little bit. Since I, since I quit smoking, I, I replaced my smoking habit with an eating habit. It's just something about my brain needs to have something in me, like whether it's fucking carcinogens from smoking or calories from food. It's like I need to be putting something in my body. And I don't know what that is. Uh, for about a, a couple months there, I was just compulsively eating. Like anything that was around me, I'd just fucking eat it. And it, whether it's a bag of Cheetos or uh, a, a goddamn sandwich or a, a fruit cup, you know. The problem is, is that even though some of that stuff isn't high in calories or sugar, I'm just eating so goddamn much. <laughs> I've never had a fast metabolism. So, you know, putting all that shit in me, it's, it's, it doesn't, it's not good. Um, and with the smoking, you know, even though I quit, I still have the, the remnants of that, which one of the things about smoking, you know, over long periods of time is it does something to your cholesterol. It raises it up. Don't ask me why. I, I don't understand the science behind that. I just know it's a fact. And um, my cholesterol has gone down, but it's still high because, like I said, my diet's changed. My eating habits have changed. But my cholesterol is still high from, you know, the years of smoking that I've done. And I'm, I need to change that because, you know, 40's around the corner. Uh, I'm turning 36 this year. And this is for anybody out there that's either in their 30s or early 40s. And you're t- thinking about your health. You're thinking about your body, which you should you should be. You really should be. In your 20s, you could piss that away because you got time to bounce back. And you got time to make a commitment to, um, you know, embracing a lifestyle that's going to help you in your late age. And you need to think about that. I'm thinking about it because I want to get started on that now because I don't want to be in my 70s not able to wipe my ass. Um, You know, something about working in the medical field kind of opens your eyes to how far people will be willing to let their bodies go. And I talked to my my brother and and his friends in the group chat, the Pimentels. Um, I'm friends with them too, but they've known Shane for longer and they knew Shane first, so I say they're his friends. Uh, anyway, uh, especially John. John's like in love with my brother. I don't know what the fuck that is, but I, anyway, if you know the Pimentels and you know my brother, 
there's there's just something about that relationship. I, I think Shane may have saved John's life at one point. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't I can't get my brain around it. But anyway, um, I was telling them about you know the things that I saw in the medical field when I worked for the VA and. So, you know, I got the job at the VA, and I've talked about this extensively because I, I have a background in medicine in the military, and not just any medicine, trauma medicine, trauma medicine specifically. So they put me to work in the emergency department. The VA created this whole pilot program. The program's now going before Congress, and they're trying to get all this stuff going for that because it's, it's proven to be effective, and it's proven to be a very valuable tool to have these people, excuse me, working in emergency departments. And... Um, you know, you got guys like Juan, who was my uh, former supervisor, who was uh, an incredibly valuable asset because of the uh, two plus decades he's got in the you know medical service industry um, as not only a leader but you know as a professional, as a provider. Like he he was a one man show. You know, guys like him are all over the VA now. There, you the the guy joined up. Um, with the VA after I left, he was a Master Chief in the Navy, which is the highest enlisted rank you can get. Um, the only thing higher than that is the Master Chief of the entire Navy. So you're the highest enlisted man over every enlisted man. Now, when I say the, this Master Chief I'm telling you about is the highest rank you can get, that means you know even though you're a Master Chief of the Navy and you're above every enlisted man, you're still the same pay grade. You're still an E9. You're just your title is higher. So this guy that comes in, he's a master chief. So he's um, he's like the cream of the crop when it comes to that. He just got his master's degree. Moving on, um, what the where the fuck was I going with that? Uh, he's another subject matter expert that you know is going to be on par with nurses and even some of the providers because of his background, experience, and education is so extensive. So you got these guys joining in, and um, you know comparing me to them is like comparing a high school graduate to a college graduate so it gives you some idea of what I was working with anyway I got the job I was working in there and I saw all kinds of shit while I was there the problem with that was I came from a military background working with military age males under the age of 40 uh, rare cases you know you got guys over 40 that I worked on and that that was few and far between um, every once in a while I worked on females uh, especially in Iraq we had some females that were locals that needed some sort of medical care um, and I was able to provide that and all this other stuff and anyway um, <clears throat> while I was working in the emergency department here in, in Temple you know I saw people that had let their bodies go you see how I'm tying all this back I hope you've been paying attention and keeping up with me because I, I, I find it hard to, to stay on topic sometimes um, I let I saw these people that let their bodies go and uh, it was bad it was really bad. Like this one guy was so fat that the fat protrusions, the rolls, the flaps, the pieces of his body that were, you know, filled and, and were hanging off of him, like back titties, um, man boobs, uh, the, the Dunlap belly where your belly Dunlapped over your belt. You know, it's all so large that he's getting fungal infections in the creases because he, he doesn't, you know, he sweats and then when you have, you know, the excretions of your skin are, are on top of each other, it gets fucking gross. And he was gross. He was a gross man. Um, we we had to put a, uh, a fucking catheter in his dick to allow him to piss 
so that he would stop pissing on himself. Um, I mean, it was just god-awful. It's fucking disgusting. And then, you know, the areas that he's got, you know, fat folds, they, they have these fungal infections because um, if you've ever had jock itch, you know what a fungal infection is. That's a fungal infection. And you can get that not just in your inner thighs around your groin. You can get them in your armpit. You can get them around your neck. You can get them under your man boobs. You can get them, you know, anywhere where the, the skin folds on top of each other. Now, I'm saying all of this because I'm, I'm just saying that I'm not used to seeing that in the military. I'm not used to seeing that at all. But when I came to the ED, I saw all of that. And what does this, all this tie back to what I began talking about like five minutes ago? I don't want to end up like that. I don't want to end up in a position where I can't take care of myself and my body. It's just slowly degrading. And, you know, I didn't just see fat people. I saw people that had like such high cholesterol that their blood plasma is leaking out of their bodies because there's no room for it. And they, we saw someone like that. Um, I'm, I'm wrapping his legs up to kind of stop the dripping because he's dripping bodily fluids wherever he fucking walks. I'm having to wrap that up. And the problem is he's leaking so profusely. He's leaking so much that within five minutes of me putting the wraps on, they're already soaked and they got to be changed. And it's like there's no fucking point in this. Unless I bulky dress this and put on a shitload, which will, one, take a while, two, use up a lot of supplies, and three, have to be changed out too often for it to really matter, um, there's just no point. And I, I don't want to end up that way. With, with all my lifestyle um, you know, choices I made, like with smoking and, and eating whatever the fuck I wanted, you just can't do that forever. You know, Whether you get fat or not, Something will happen to your body. So there's this lady, and I'm bringing that up because there's this lady I work with that um, she's been smoking all of her life, and she smokes about half a pack a day. And she's in her late 50s, early 50s, something like that. And she's got that smoker's voice, and she's southern, so she's she's got a, a you know, like a grandma type of sound. Um, I mean, I, I love it when she's like, she's talking to people. Wait, I said I love it. Let me go back because I don't want this to come out the wrong way. It just tickles me whenever she's like, hey, baby, how you doing? I'm glad to see you at work. Okay, this is what we got going on. Or, you know, she'll just call everybody baby like she's the grandma of the of the unit. And when she's sweet, she's nice. But when she's fucking pissed off, man, she's a bitch. And she went off on me um, back when I was working in the emergency department. It was misdirected anger. She was actually pissed off at the nurse. But I was the one that came up and talked, so she had to take her shit out on me. Uh, yeah, I got caught in the crossfire. Ooh, that pissed me smooth off. Like, I had nothing to do with this whole scenario you find yourself in. You're shooting the messenger, and that is not okay. So, anyway. Uh, I was supposed to take my car to get washed. I just drove straight fucking home. I drove right past the car wash, too, because I'm running my goddamn mouth. I got distracted again. Anyway, um... So, you know, back to what I was talking about. She, this woman I'm telling you about, she's been smoking for so long, but her blood pressure is always below normal, which is very unusual. Let me tell you about that real quick before I end this podcast. Um, whenever I smoked, I would go in and get my blood pressure done. My blood pressure would be high for anywhere up to an hour or more after I smoked a cigarette. After, not, not like I you know, smoked some of it and threw the rest away. I'm talking like I smoked a cigarette. I went and did nothing or, you know, just walked around. 
Um, my body should have calmed down and, and got back to equilibrium by then, but it didn't. My blood, my heart was still having to fight to force blood through my, my, all my circular system because the smoke causes problems. And I'm not going to get into the technical aspects of that. You can just look it up or whatever. Just take my word for it. It's true. I've been smoking or I smoked for over a decade. Moving on. Her system is different because her blood pressure stays low. Whenever she smokes a cigarette, it might go up a few points, but it does not go up by much. So, you know, there was a drastic change in my blood pressure. I'd be 112 over 78 whenever I'd get my regular blood pressure done. And then I'd smoke a cigarette, I'd be 130 over 88. You know, that's a pretty big jump. And um, for her, she didn't have that. It's fucking confusing. Anyway... There's something else that's got to be happening with her, whether it's her lungs, whether it's uh, blood supply to her extremities. Um, there's scientific research about that. Like you can you can see how people have measured that over time. Um, something is going on, whether it's affecting her blood pressure or not. Something is happening to her, and she will feel it when she hits her late sixties, early seventies. The point is, I'm making changes in my life because I don't want to end up that fucking way. I'm sick of, you know. The acid reflux that I've had for like the past decade. Um, I, I remember, dude, I was a young man when I first found out I had acid reflux. And, you know, drinking soda all your fucking life will do that to you. Um, I went and got my teeth checked out. This is while I was still in the military and I had a dental exam. You had to do those every year. And the doctor's like, I think you have acid reflux. Oh, well, why is that? Because the teeth in the back part of your mouth are worn down more than the teeth in the front part of your mouth. And it shouldn't be like that. Your teeth should have kind of a a wear and tear across maybe the front teeth are more worn down because of chewing but your back teeth are worn down a whole lot and he turned out to be fucking right about that because i ended up getting cavities all in my back teeth and i ended up having to get fucking fillings and shit and that's not just because you know i, I don't brush two times a day that's because the acid is wearing shit out and that causes you know the enamel to wear down and bacteria grows in that environment and the next thing you know you got a cavity so you know, I, I'm sick of the acid reflux and, you know, if I can switch to like a vegetarian or a vegan diet or maybe a, a, a paleo diet or whatever, then maybe that'll go away because I, I got I just got to stop eating all this shit. You know, it's, it's causing my gastro system to, to fuck up. And what I've read and heard, and you may uh, have heard the same thing. And hopefully this is news to you. Cause I mean, what's the point of the fucking podcast unless I'm, you know, just making you laugh. Um, the, what I've heard is that, you know, your stomach is like the center of your overall growth and health. What you process, how you process it is critical to your growth. And we know that as children, you got to eat right because you want to grow big and strong. And as you age, you've got to keep eating right because you want to keep from breaking down and falling apart. Now, my mom is a prime example of that. Um, she has gastroparesis. So her stomach doesn't even really process the food. But then once it gets into our digestive system, she has low GI motility. Motility meaning her uh, intestinal tract, the ascending colon, the descending colon, the transverse colon, all her colon moves very slowly. You're supposed to have like constantly moving GI. Um, your, your GI. You're supposed to have constantly moving gastrointestines. And hers, you know, they're constantly moving, but they're moving about a quarter of the speed everyone else is moving. So 
the stuff just kind of stays in her body for way too long. And if you want an example of how that will jack you up, just look at my mom. She is a prime example, and it is not good. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start closing things up now. All that to say that you know I've got to to make different changes in my life. I've cutting out the smoking was a great start. Now I've got to get a curb on all this fucking junk food I'm eating and stop buying junk food. And I've got to get better sleep. And if you're out there and you're listening to this. Please understand that getting good quality sleep is critical because you, you're going to find ways to cope to the, 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 the physical problems you're having. You're in pain, you're going to take pain meds. You're not sleeping, you're going to take naps. You're not eating, um, you're going to replace that with something else. Uh, if you're eating junk, um, it's probably because you're not sleeping. You're, not going, you're going through something else in your life. Maybe you're stressed out. I'm stressed out about money. This fucking college I'm at is really goddamn expensive, and I need a new car, and um, uh, I, I, I don't make enough money at one paycheck to be able to afford some of these big expenditures, and so what do I do? I, I fucking, I eat to kind of relax, or I sleep to kind of relax, and, you know, that ends up chewing up my day, and I've got homework to do, and God damn it! <laughs> you know, you get that whole snowball effect. And um, it sucks, man. It sucks when you fall out of balance. You, it's great to get some out of balance sometimes because you can't really grow when you're not when you're out when you're in your comfort zone all the time. The problem is, is when you live outside of the comfort zone and you're constantly having to make adjustments to get caught up. You, you're never getting ahead. You're just fucking treading water, and that is a shitty place to be. I hope you're not in that place. I hope you're drinking water and hydrating and taking care of yourself because it's hot out there. I am done with this public service announcement about taking care of your body. This has been Aaron Rollins with Southeast Thirds. Thanks for tuning in. Wish me luck on my journey. I'm taking Jen Kim 2 now. Off to a fantastic start. Talk more about how O Kim went on the next podcast. Tune in for that. This has been Aaron Rollins with Southeast Third, and I am signing off.